So, should Sony sell Spider-Man? Now, a little bit of preface beforehand for those unfamiliar. This is a sequel, a spiritual sequel anyway, to our Fantastic <laughs> Four episode we did as a collective. Oh, yeah. That was a great episode. Yeah. It was fun. It's on the Four Nerds by Nerds feed, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you yeah. want to check that episode out, these two lovely fellows came on. We talked about if Marvel can save the Fantastic Four and what direction they should go in and what... What has worked in the past they could redo, and what changes they should make to avoid any mistakes that have already happened. Yeah. <laughs> mistakes were made? Mistakes. <laughs> I'd say possibly half an episode's worth of mistakes <laughs> were made. At least. All right. This time round, it is should Sony sell the rights to Spider-Man and associated characters to Marvel Studios? to billionaire disney yes good night thanks for tuning in if you like this video (laughs) we blocked off an hour for this we only really needed two seconds (laughs) Uh, no seriously i think they should and there's a lot of reasons behind that i'm not sure if you guys will agree with my reasoning or not that's why we're Uh, here we're having a back and forth a conversation so there's multiple levels here and just tell me to shut up whenever you want to jump in that's fine because i'll talk all night so Sony, the rumor has been, Sony has been struggling a little bit from the financial perspective. The cash infusion that they get from selling off Spider-Man gives them some wiggle room because we know it's not going to be cheap. It's going to be a couple billion dollars, I'm sure, right? Secondly, I feel like as a consumer, I trust what the House of Mouse is doing with Spider-Man. Like you can see that influence more than what Sony has done. Because Sony has given us time-honored classics like Spider-Man 3 (laughs) and Amazing Spider-Man 2. You know, it's not that they're terrible movies. Yes, they are. I I wouldn't wouldn't say they're terrible. They're of their time, of their piece. They don't hold up is how I would phrase it. (laughs) If I said they never did. (laughs) (laughs) I would call you the contrarian of contrarians. (laughs) <laughs> look, he's, he's reading my mind. <laughs> Spider-Man three. I would look. I'm if a huge. You're gonna Spider-Man. sit here and tell me Spider-Man three is better than Spider-Man one. We're gonna have an issue. Oh no! Oh, no, okay. that movie's oh, okay. awful. That movie's one of the worst things I've ever seen. It's just it was a mess. It was a mess, and which is one of the things that has me a little concerned about No Way Home. Right? There's a lot going on. Do I have a little more faith that Disney pulls it off properly? I do. I'm not in love with it, (laughs) but we'll see. We'll see what happens. The other thing that I really kind of care about is what Sony does from a video game perspective. Right. Right. So they've done a really good job via Insomniac on Spider-Man games. Have you guys played those? Uh, Uh, Yeah, yeah. I've dabbled. Yep. Okay. Now, I feel like if you sell it, you have the ability then to put Spider-Man on every gaming platform where he belongs, not just on one. In my opinion, that's just me. I'm fortunate enough to have all three major consoles right now, PS5, Xbox Series X, and a Switch. Right. But not everybody does. And some people love Spider-Man, and you can't find a PS5 or don't want a PS4 for whatever reason. It's fine. If you can't get it, that's a problem. So Disney would have the ability to make more money on a whole, but we might see a suffering of quality unless for some reason or another insomniac shook free which is a completely different conversation (laughs) but i just 
I feel like there's more pluses than minuses. Like, I can't think of a good reason for Sony to keep any Spider-Man related property. Have you seen Venom? I've seen them both. (laughs) Man, that second one was hard. It was a hard watch for me anyway. But yeah, I just feel like Disney could do better quality stuff. I I mean, I don't need a Spider-Man movie every two years. Like, I don't. Right? But I feel like they have the ability to put out something that I would just enjoy more. There are parts of those first two series that I really like. But then there's other parts where I'm just like, you're hurting me, man. You're hurting me a lot. So I will sit here as the contrarian and say Venom 1 and 2. I cannot believe I'm saying Venom 2. They're both really good popcorn flicks. They're meant to be as rock and roll as you can get away with in PG-13. That's true. I felt like 2 should have been R. Like oh, it's hard to do. It's hard to do Carnage and not, for lack of a better word, have more actual Carnage in the movie. Right. Like that scene where he breaks into the asylum, Ravencroft, mm-hmm. that should have been a bloody mess. Yeah. Like if they went, took that movie, gave it an R rating, and went full on horror in that section, would have blown us away. Would have blown us away. Oh, 100%. But I don't disagree that with an R rating, Venom 2 could have come close to Logan mm. in the money that Logan's it pulled very in. Good. Mm-hmm. Right. Just strictly from a money perspective. However, yeah, I can believe. Yeah, they had kind of like stuck to the formula of the first one in the sequel. Yeah. We had a different director. You had a bigger budget. I figured they would deviate and kind of like make it maybe feel a little different and feel a little more, you know, like a big important movie. And it, I feel like the second one is on par with the first one because it's basically the same movie over again. So we did an episode. Uh, it hasn't released yet because it's still being worked on. We joked that it's the same movie. It's essentially the same movie with better lighting because in that first movie, when he's fighting the other symbiote, it was like first Transformers syndrome, where you can't tell what is what and who is who. Yeah, who's right? both belong to who? Like <laughs> exactly. In the second movie, it's a little more distinct and clarified. But as far as the feel of the overall movie, the plot, the character growth, it was basically the same thing. It felt like. I'm not saying it was. It just felt that way. Right. And my stance on this show is going to be Sony should keep Spidey and continue making a deal. Ooh, why? That's the question. as much as I believe in the House of Mouse and the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a time-modern tradition at this point in time. With access to all of the characters that they have now, including everything that Fox owns and the deal that they've struck with Universal for the Hulk, you can do anything you want. That creativity... That, okay, forcing you to do Iron Man because all your other A tier, you know, you had to go down the list till you got to B and C tier to get Iron Man to start with. That pressure on creativity, once you open up all those doors, you don't need to. I think that ship has sailed. I think no matter what, they're committed to going in their bag at this point. Like, if they pump out a a Wolverine and a Spider-Man movie and, I don't know, pick another, just every two years, yeah, I can see how it could be problematic. But they just released Eternals. People didn't know who Doctor Strange was, (laughs) like, six years ago. You know, People that claim that they know who the Eternals don't and are lying. (laughs) Behind me, there are... Eternals trade paperbacks. I understand. You know, I stay, I stay deep, stay deep, y'all. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like Spider-Man is simply an enhancement, not a flagship, if that makes sense. Whereas, I, I think if you leave him to... with Sony, he becomes the flagship he so rightfully deserves. He still deserves to be a flagship, but I feel like Sony gets lazy, right? 
I feel like keeping him as a teenager kind of keeps him from being a flagship in Marvel too, is because ne- they're never going to push him as like an adult character. Right. In fact, it just came out that animated series is going to tell the inverse. He's going to be a kid. Yeah. Which, Which I hate. It's kind of like Batman thing. Like, yeah, the the Batman looks cool. But I'm so tired of seeing new Batman. I want a middle-aged Batman so that we can get, like, established characters and more into, like, the lore and everything like that. Like, we don't need Peter Parker to be a teenager every single time. Like, let him be an adult. <laughs> like, plenty of comic book storylines where he's 30 years old. Yeah, I love a struggling 20-something so much because... It's so much more relatable because how many of us are or were struggling 20-somethings? You know? It makes sense. It feels relatable. Also, if you shoot Uncle Ben one more goddamn time, we're going to have a problem. Like, I just don't... We're going to have big issues. I don't need it. I don't need it. And as much as I don't feel that Sony is using all of their Spider-Man characters to the fullest extent, right? You've got a backlog of other Spider-Man characters. You've got Silk. You've got Spider-Gwen or Ghost Spider, whatever she's fucking called now, (laughs) right? You have the clones you could play with in perspective. You've got to do that one right so I don't hate you, but... Yeah, Yeah, well, that is kind of the thing is that Spider-Man is big enough. His rogues gallery is, and his, like, side characters are big enough where it could be its own kind of cinematic universe that Sony probably won't do correctly on the other hand is i don't think marvel would do it correctly either because i don't want to see just everything be cookie cutter which kind of looks like what we're gonna get like oh you like daredevil here's echo like oh you like hulk here's she hulk like here's a bunch of shit like all of those shows like loki was different than wandavision and all that and like they started real good but all the ones they just kind of announced and teased all kind of look exactly the same (laughs) And I don't want just like, oh, here's a new character that's kind of like this character you might have heard of, mm-hmm. but did just a little bit of a tweak. Like, I don't want Marvel to get Spider-Man and then we have 20 different B Spider-Man character TV shows. Yeah, but where my problem then is <laughs> Sony's doing that now, but it just doesn't look great but it looks better because on one hand you've got squishy venom and in an opposing hand you have their ace in the hole spider verse yeah so that would be cool right i'm all four miles but this no way home's got a lot of weight to pull this is a very dense movie if you don't know what the fuck you're starting with yeah it's long too i don't know if you guys have seen the runtime and it's like almost endgame long yeah, that's what Tom Holland was saying was treat this like Spider-Man Endgame. And I'm like, that's a really weird feeling to come from Endgame, count three, and then Endgame two. Yeah. It's yeah. Where yeah. I come from with uh, Sony holding onto that property is it is universally acclaimed Spider-Verse. It won awards. It's one of the best animated features in the last decade for sure. Absolutely. And Spider-Man movie. And the more time you put in between us and into the Spider-Verse 2, the more I hate people. <laughs> that run, True. it sung its own praises. Like, you know, it milked from Sony's other Spider-Man movie, right? It's got Dancing Peter, no problem. I, You know, the thing that I will love, going back to your point, is the middle-aged Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, the middle-aged dad bod, down-on-his-luck Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, yeah, I. it's a little too honest for me right now, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Look, that's one of the things I love about Spider-Man, especially, you know, he has to deal with dating. Like, Mary Jane hasn't fallen in his lap as, like, a sophomore in high school. Right. You know, he's struggled. When Stan Lee used to talk about Spider-Man, 
he used to say things like he'd finally have a good break. He'd get to schedule a date with a girl he really wanted to go out with, and then he'd get a zit, right? Like, he just loved throwing those tiny little things in there that just inconvenience the guy. It makes it more relatable because we've seen it. Right. So uh, it, it's it's fun. It's one of the things I love about the character. I think what is more likely to happen is that Marvel would just buy Sony altogether. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much just for spider-man but then they'd get other cool stuff like, like the ps5 yeah bad no expense <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i don't know i am on the fence as well like with sony they'll swing for the fences and it's not always gonna be a hit tell you what there's only one story you tell with craven and you can't do a sequel to it yeah <laughs> i want so, that but they won't it's like they're scared to go dark with some of these right like that story it needs to be art it's not an easy story to tell like if you read it right now you just go holy shit i cannot believe i just read that if i saw this on screen it would probably be triggering for some people of course It's, it's difficult but it would also be a rich experience Right, because you tell so, it as that piece. Yeah, but I don't think either company is willing to do that right now oh, because they see Spider-Man as a PG-13 at best type of property. Like you just won't go that dark, and sometimes you need to. Sorry, we cut you off. <laughs> yeah, we no, did. I'm fine. so sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I mean, especially Marvel. Marvel is never gonna. I mean, it seems like they Marvel won't even let Spider-Man hit anybody in their movies. Like, he never seems to actually get in any fights. A lot of what he does is just, like, zipping out of the way. To tangent just a hair, we ranked all the Spider-Man cartoons, movies, everything, which was a wild episode. Mm -hmm. And uh, we learned a fun fact in that episode where it was that how dark that first episode was of the 90s cartoon, The Lizard, Mm -hmm. that's allegedly scared children. And so in that season, in that show, he never threw a punch again. All he did was throw stuff. Yeah. Wait, he didn't kick people? No. I could have sworn I remembered him kicking people. He may have kicked people, but he didn't punch anybody. I think that's where they split that hair. That feels dumb. That doesn't feel right. Like, look, of course, the base level violence for superhero comics is a little gratuitous at times. But if you're going to get dirty with people in the dirt, you got to, you know, sling some mud. Yeah. (laughs) It just feels weird. Well, it's like the problem with pleasing everybody is that you can't please everybody. And at least, like, Sony is their own standalone company. So if they wanted to make a rated R property, they could. Like, Marvel... Marvel wouldn't. It isn't even like we're making comic book movies. It's just a financial company. It's we're making a $250 million investment, and we want X amount return. Yeah. The way to do that is to make this accessible to everybody. The only I ever see coming from the House of Mouse that would be rated R is... That would be a big and a plea from Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool himself. No, they've already committed to that. They've already committed to it. They said that Deadpool 3 will be a hard R, and which I think Deadpool 3 sets the bar. If... And I think, you know, I think Blade needs to be a hard R. Yeah. It just does. Hard like, fucking agree. And every one of my co-hosts is also going to jump in and agree with me. Yeah. It's just necessary. You know, I feel like the, the hard part is we've already grown up with these characters. And by the time Blade comes out, a lot of kids who started with Iron Man will be adults. They will be ready for something a little harder. We know that... It's not all sunshine and rainbows and unbeatable squirrel girl. Like it, that's just not where things land 
often. As you get older, your tastes change and you can't stick to teenage Spider-Man, if that makes sense, you know? It's also like a manipulation of the stuff they're putting out. Like, oh, we want kids to be able to watch this. We couldn't have someone say the F word or we couldn't have someone blow their own brains out. But it's like at the end of Infinity War, trillions of people around the universe died. (laughs) Like that's 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 worse. (laughs) Half the population of Earth disappeared in a moment we watched it happen like that was gut-wrenching and you make it sad hard r needs to be a part of both those properties yeah absolutely and you well they all are pg-13 so they're not for little kids yeah no if you're saying that your biggest market is like your teenage market then they can deal with more adult themes i don't you guys more teenagers commit suicide than than adults do (laughs) like you could have a character that do that in a movie and do it seriously and tastefully and not have it be and that's, this oh my god type of thing bringing it back that's how you play craven's last hunt yeah you tell it as this man who tried to accomplish everything and this one goal he couldn't do and yeah. couldn't handle failure a lot of people can't and you know it, it's sad and it's a discussion that you need to take the time to have but you know sometimes Marvel did something very well when the Marvel 616 universe started, where it was the world outside your door. Whereas DC stayed kind of gods, like among us, like all the time, that type of thing. Marvel tried to be, hey, you can walk outside and witness certain aspects of this story being told. So I feel like that plays on that relatability for Marvel, where you use that, hey, we know people are dealing with this. We know this is something that is happening all the time. Now, which company would do it? Couldn't tell you. Really couldn't. I don't know that Hard to say. either one really would. Any down on it. Sony's definitely more likely to do because it. Because they already Marvel. have the Kramer more, movie. More likely, but I don't think Marvel will never do that. Marvel because... will never a storyline so where someone Sony's got it. the Craven movie in development and I'm like okay so how many stories could you really tell with Craven right there are a few and believe it or not there actually is a sequel to Craven's Last Hunt yes there is don't read it don't go look it up Just... I already have you're too late uh, more was talking to our audience <laughs> so where were you when I needed you is this like a Dark Knight Strikes Back situation <laughs> yeah don't do it man just don't do it but no but uh, it is yeah, insulting to an audience that you have the majority of Spider-Man's villains in the movies have been responsible for their own death. Right. But you are saying it's more acceptable to have geniuses somehow be such buffoons that they accidentally kill themselves than to be like someone actually is so existentially crushed that they take their own life. That's a more believable storyline. And also, let's put it this way. Uh, Iron Man had to. Yeah. Look, I will put it to you like this. Maybe just stop having villains die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, that sounds like unrealistic expectations, though. I mean, I mean, the thing about being a hero is you're supposed to be able to find a way. Right, you try to save every life because, in general, every life is precious, unless you're Deadpool, in which case it's not. But I'd also argue he's not necessarily a hero. Oh, okay. I feel like the potential for at least the attempt at rehabilitation is a more interesting angle to take. And so far, everywhere, it's like, yeah, we're just gonna kill him. We're just gonna kill him at the end. Or like, they're it, gonna it, walk off to the sunset and we'll never see him again. Sandman. <laughs> yeah. Well, that and yeah, they usually are responsible for their own downfall, and it's like what's the point of spider-man having superpowers if he's not going to use it to beat up the bad guy and save the day 
you could just take Spider-Man out of the equation, and apparently this guy would just eventually mess up and kill himself on accident. Yeah, you, you run into a Raiders of the Lost Ark problem. If you removed Indiana Jones... I was Jones just about the... to say that. There you go. Yeah. If you removed him from the situation... The same exact thing. The story does not change. It's frustrating. I don't know. Yes, Vulture is in jail for now, and he's the only one. He's the only one. And he's in jail a... in, in the Morbius trailer. Yeah, and that's why I, kind of, I don't want to share the rights anymore. If you're going to go one way or the other, go one way or the other. But sharing the rights makes the water so muddy and, like, frustrating. That's what do you kind do? of like, how... though, if you get a bad movie. Be like, oh, no, no, it was Sony's fault. That doesn't reflect <laughs> the rest of the MCU. And, and that's the problem now that we've started to mix pots, right? You could ignore oh, yeah. Venom 1 and watch Venom 2, at least the post credit scene. Yeah. Because Best Venom part. 1 yeah. is relevant. And yeah. like the other thing that I think of, I think about people who like are just jumping in now, right? And they right. haven't watched the Raimi Spider-Man or the Amazing Spider-Man. They're just going to walk into this and just be like, who the hell is that guy? Why is he here? What is Willem Dafoe doing on a hoverboard? Like, <laughs> I don't... And why does he look like he eats babies? Like... You know, like, like, we don't need to like confuse people, which is why I'm kind of con- concerned about this movie. And also why it's like, okay, for me as a massive crazy Spider-Man fan, as a huge comic guy, this movie has a lot of heavy lifting to do to convince me that you guys should even consider sharing the right still. Yeah, I think sharing is out of the question. Well, also, like, what happens if what happened a couple of years ago happens again? Like, all of your properties have now been introduced into the MCU. Yeah, how do you put the genie back in the bottle? Well, Multiverse of Madness, I think that's the hinge point. You can get rid of Spider-Man, actually, a combo of Multiverse of Madness and No Way Home. You can have Spider-Man just get wiped, essentially, from MCU existence, yet still exist in the Sony silo. I feel like it's messy. I feel like it's confusing to me. As a guy who, like, understands multiversal type stuff. But I also think that's the best outcome. Maybe. I almost wish, if Sony wasn't going to sell to Marvel, I think Sony should sell to another company that will... That'll come uh, play ball properly. Yeah, like, the meanest way to say it, but make good movies. Right? like Warner Brothers should buy the rights just to be a dick. (laughs) I have a terrible idea. Putting Spider-Man's identity is a trick they played in the comics and has been back and forth for the last fucking decade because yeah editors in chief didn't want to be old Here, here's a question for you guys yeah and i've it's one i bat around all the time in my head do you think superheroes need secret identities anymore none of them seem to have any right now so i think my opinion is you start with and you get one kick at the cat at it is out in the public and when you kick that cat and it's there and it's out in the open you can't put it back, right? If you're Sam Alexander, if you're Nova, we know mm-hmm. he's coming down the pipeline from Marvel eventually, right? Eventually. They're, they're building young Avengers there anyway. I would hope more for Richard Ryder, but I'm, I'm you know, <laughs> partial. It looks like we're out with the old and in with the new, so this is what I'm saying. Yeah, I know, I know. But my, my point still stands is, you know, you've got a whole bunch of high school friends or you've got a, you know, intergalactic agency that when you come back and you reveal who you are, you don't get to put that back because that's world outside your window. You can't undo that. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of what I'm interested in seeing how it plays out in No Way Home. Because how does a teenager handle being infamous? Like, yeah. we, we've seen how kids are being famous and the trouble and the parties and all that stuff. Oh, man. All you got to do is open TikTok. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but how does somebody handle being 
known for attempting to do good and then getting blamed for something bad. And that's probably the most interesting part of that movie to me. Not necessarily the multiversal nonsense that's, that's going to happen. I loved when Spider-Man's was out in the open because people did roll up. He was also living in Avengers Tower yeah. at the time, but it made things feel truthfully dangerous for him. He yeah, like how many times do they show up and roll up right to Yancey Street for the Fantastic Four? Yeah. Right? Well, Invade I mean, for Freedom's I, Plaza. I wouldn't. <laughs> I feel like that's a bad idea. Yeah, I feel like when you <laughs> put the, the, the homestead and everybody in danger, I think you're just asking for trouble. True, but a giant strong as hell rock man, would you <laughs> like I just feel like that's a bad idea. A guy who's literally on fire. That's a terrible idea. Hey man, I've come to destroy your home. The smartest like, man oh, cool. you've never heard of. Oh yeah, let's go knock on his door for cookies. Like <laughs> <laughs> Sue Storm could just expand a, a force bubble in your brain and that's it. It's that, over. You're over. <laughs> yeah. Like that's one I wouldn't do. Like Avengers Mansion. It, yeah, there's a Norse god just hanging out there. Like right, maybe but don't let's, do that. You know. But like a guy like Daredevil, yeah. he's in trouble. A guy like Spider Man, he's well well. I think I think people underestimate things about Spider-Man. Like he could punch your jaw straight off your face if you really wanted to. Right. Like if you roll up to uh, Foggy and Nelson. Yeah. And oh just yeah. Go. I'm just gonna beat your blind ass. Yeah. Like what? What do you do? Or not? Not even that. Foggy. Foggy's right there. Yeah. That's a problem. There's a lot going on there, and uh, I get worried. I, <laughs> I don't know, man. Sony could do it. Marvel could do it, but I would almost prefer a fresh start, you know? Yeah. I think a fresh start somewhere else would be best so, for I everybody. I fear we've been batting around here, and uh, I'll, I'll give credit where credit's due, is that our, our very own Shino came up with it, it was like, and was smelling it from miles away kind of thing. The the smell he smelly smells is, a, uh, is Miles in the MCU proper. Oh, yeah. Taking over. I think that's happening. I don't why because i think a trade was made i think sony gets to play with spider-man proper right peter Parker? in the mcu yep or no okay. in their own universe okay right that tom holland's peter parker and marvel gets to play with venom lethal protector i would never make that trade that is that that would be <laughs> one of the worst trades that's that's tom brady for uh any lesser <laughs> quarterback that I, never has done anything just from what ever. we've seen like he's in the Marvel universe, right? I, I don't care about spoiling that movie. Nobody's watching it now, anyway. I'm wondering if they made a trade to where Tom Holland's Spider-Man will stay in the MCU, and then so, Miles Miles will become the Spider-Man of the Sony universe. I That's... think this Spider-Man's too young to step into a mentor role, though. Yeah. The other thing is, I saw a thing where Tom Holland was like, "Yeah, I kind of want to be out. Like, eventually, I, I don't want to do this when I'm 30 and having back pain. He's not that far from 30. <laughs> like, realistically, he started this when he was a teenager, but He's no longer I mean, a teen. Me and, him, and me and him are the same age. True, but still not that far from thirty. That guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't want the Tobey Maguire treatment from Spider-Man because that movie was rife with him having back problems. Yeah. So I understand that. And also, so rife I feel with like being high on set. Mm, <laughs> mm-hmm, facts. I feel like Miles is a more modern take on the character anyway. Yep. Um, I just feel like he, he, he works better. I would not take Venom. I feel like you're getting short-drifted. Unless it's like Venom and. Because Spider-Man straight up for Venom. Who does that? Especially after person, they've already made people, to. 
people who are building a Thunderbolts team. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Maybe the thing I, I want know, to man. see the most in No Way Home is I want Spider-Man Three Venom to show up for two seconds, <laughs> only for Tom Hardy's Venom to pop up right behind him smite that guy right in his smug face yeah but i want him to do that and then absorb him to where he then gets the white spider on his chest that was that's that's, people's, that's one of people's biggest complaints about the design from venom yeah is it's a he's too goopy i don't mind the goop neither does eddie when it's wrapped around something anyway hey <laughs> your husband's and you can't tell me otherwise <laughs> The second one is full of more gay subtext than the first one, and I'm not going to let it go. Don't. Never. Wear, say it with your chest all the time. I feel like it's this, the story's just been done backwards, right? Because there's no spider, and it doesn't make sense now for them to just be like, oh, yeah, now we have the spider on his chest. For what? That's actually a perfect way to do that. It is. Just uh, also give me the catharsis of killing off Spider-Man 3's Venom. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I pitched to you that if our Tom Hardy Venom with both voices show up, it's looking like when Peter touches a villain, they get a little bit of a makeover. Just like like a multiversal a, shift. A MCU into... conversion, whatever, magic yeah. shit, right? What if Peter touches Venom and he just gets it? Because that's what it would look like in the MCU if it was. Hmm, suppose. Yeah, or if he like grabs them, absorbs them, and spits them back out. Yeah. <laughs> like. And it's yeah. just like, I got all these powers now. Because, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I've always hated Venom when he's, like, basically just the Hulk. Like, yeah. we did a commentary for Venom, and I'm like, why is he, like, destroying the walls as he climbs up? He's gooey. Even without having Spider-Man powers, it would be believable that he can stick to the walls. <laughs> like, he should be sticking mm -hmm. to everything. I like a Venom that shoots web. I like a Venom that sticks to walls. The deleted scene from Venom that's up on YouTube that Sony put out is exactly what you're looking for. He looks exactly like he did in the comics without that weird extra, like, shiny goo on him more. It's oh, really? Yeah, it's not uh, fully VFX like the rest of the movie, but it's <laughs> more of the beach scene. It's that scene in particular. My co-host was like, why does he have toes? <laughs> he's watching that scene. He's like, why are they there like that? It's... It's so unsettling, and once he pointed it out, I was like, oh, that was weird. I'll tell that you why really he's got toes, weird. but nobody wants to hear it. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Nobody's ready to have that conversation. <laughs> Look, if it's going to be uncomfortable, let's go. Say it. Just say it. I, I think Venom likes feet. <laughs> got a big old foot fetish. I think, listen, like, it, coming from a planet that's all just goop, having appendages, plug any kid's ears at the moment, like, just it just really gets Venom going just to see more appendages. The fact that we've got, like, arms and then fingers at the end of them just just rocks that dude's whole world bricked up like the third little piggy's house just exactly. all the time when he sees stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know we haven't seen any of the spider-men yet in the movie well but Brazil I, would have you think otherwise yeah <laughs> i was really hoping that andrew garfield spider-man was going to show up with the black suit on and i think that would have been the best Look. possible way to go <laughs> that costume was one of my favorites like i don't like the raised webbing on the suit I think it yeah. should just be like just a flat fabric. I like the Amazing Spider-Man suit, even though it's different. That's what, that's what I mean. The Amazing Spider-Man suit. Like, yeah, I don't like The mask on that is perfect. The big eyes. To me, I just love that look. So good. But, You're talking um, from the second movie? No, in the first movie, too. He Didn't he have big eyes in that one, too? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. They're, they're bigger. They're bigger than two. Okay, yeah. Okay. In uh, two, they just like give yeah, more comic book accurate eyes onto basically the Tobey Maguire costume, and I hated yeah. it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hate raised webbing. I think it looks awful. No, so do I. It's just it's a texture that doesn't need to be there. I, I can't explain it. Nobody's making anywhere. that at home. <laughs> like they no. are now because three D printers exist, but back Man. then they weren't. Feels dumb. I think the the lesson to be learned is that Marvel and Sony both do very strange things with that property, and maybe the answer is neither. Maybe the answer is somebody else. I think the more we talk about it, I think the answer is actually neither. But if I have to lean one way or the other, I'm personally going Marvel. But again, I really think the answer answer is neither. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think eventually, just given time, eventually Marvel will own Spider-Man again. I don't think I want to see it go to anybody else because a third party would just try to do what the other two haven't already. And that's a whole mystery of stuff that we probably don't want to see. <laughs> Embrace the unknown. I'm still of the opinion that Sony should keep on to it, at least for now. Let's get through Winter of the Spider-Verse 2. Yeah. Let's make that the perfect sequel it's always destined to be. All right. If people want to find you guys on the internet. You could go to our website, first of all, thetwistedcake.com. Our podcasts are wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever we're on your fridge. Uh, check out our OnlyFans. Uh, all of our... Venom's a subscriber. Um, yeah. Yep. Nothing but feed pics. <laughs> all, all of our social stuff at Twisted Cape everywhere you, you find. And our other friend here. Let's where can they find you? Uh yeah, Foreigners by Nerds Podcast. We are everywhere podcasts are found. We do a lot of movie commentaries and discussion episodes and Jeopardy and stuff like that. Uh we are FMBN Podcast on Twitter, FMBN the number four in the letter U on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And then find my other show, High on Horror, if you like horror movies. We are everywhere H on H Pod, which is Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. YouTube, TikTok, all that jazz. So I wanted to say before we log off, you guys both make excellent shows and put out awesome content. And I hope all my friends that are in the chat right now come out and support you and listen to your shows and subscribe to your Twitch and all that kind of stuff. So keep doing what you're doing, guys. Oh, thank, thanks. Thank you so you much. And thank you yeah. for bringing everybody. Yeah, no problem. All right. <laughs> thanks for tuning in. If you like this video, go ahead and button mash a thumbs up. If you want to swing by when we have a new video, web up the sub button. Oh, and while you're at it, Hit the bell to be notified. Bye. Come on, go!